This is Jonathan, you're listening to The Plunge, where we have a quick immersion in the facets of a movie that make it great. Alright, so normally when I do one of these, it is a long process. Uh, These talks generally start out as what equates to a research paper. Yeah, here's a thesis, here are my supporting arguments. You know, here's my evidence, here's my conclusion, um, in order to prove a point, basically. So we are, we're straying away from that sort of formula today on this particular subject. And it's because it's a subject that, um, I think needs to be handled in a certain period of time. We have the Dune movie coming out pretty quickly, and I realized that if I put in the amount of time that it would take to, uh, sort of put all this chicken scratch on paper, edited, etc. before, uh, you know, talking about it, it would be, it'd be a bit, this is, you know, this is a process that takes quite some time for me. And, uh, you know, I don't have the, I don't have the benefit of kind of this being the only thing that I do on a daily basis. So it's a process. Um, that being said, uh, because Dune is coming out, uh, rather soon and because the media embargo was lifted on the movie itself, Denis Villeneuve's Dune that was supposed to be released I believe last December um there are some really lava hot takes on it particularly regarding the character of Paul Atreides and uh Paul is one of my favorite characters in literature and it's not because he's a hero it's actually uh because of what he he represents in terms of an idea and there's nuance to it that doesn't really exist with other characters uh we've seen fake cross characters before across literature this is sort of a even larger take on that so uh with that being said we're gonna kind of dip into why paul is not the savior of dune and why he is not the hero of the story so in order to understand what happens in dune you need a little bit of a, a backstory you kind of get it through the book it takes a bit to get there um, when we first meet Paul Atreides, he is being tested by uh, guys Helen Moheim, who is a reverend mother of the Bene Gesserit Order, and that's sort of where his story really starts kicking off. That's where words like Quizat's Haderach start getting thrown around and stuff like that, so let's talk about these first. So since we already kind of brought the Bene Gesserit into this, let's talk about their order. The Bene Gesserit are an all-female order who use... Uh, melange or the spice uh, to unlock physical abilities and powers and things that they uh, have learned over the years as well as other memory which is the memory of all the females who came before them they are unable to reach the male side uh, but they are in full control of the female side Uh, they can do things like store poisons and toxins inside their body and neutralize them they can pitch their voice so that it compels the target to do what they want them to do they're really ubiquitous throughout the universe uh they they like to sort of paint themselves as wanting to help out and you know aid humanity sort of thing but in reality uh, the bene Gesserit have a plan to basically conquer the universe in order to do this they need two things um they need their perfect human which is what the point of the breeding program is and so let's talk about that real fast uh the banjo straight have a breeding program to create what is called the quizettes haderach the quizettes haderach is basically 
a male Bene Gesserit. So they will be able to access both female and male sides of their memory, uh, and they'll be able to have all the powers that the Bene Gesserit have, plus some extra. The breeding program, when we come across it in Dune, is getting close to its end. Uh, basically, the, what's supposed to happen is Lady Jessica, Paul's mom, is supposed to have a daughter. And that daughter is supposed to wed the Harkonnen heir and have a child. That child is supposed to be a male and is supposed to be a Bene Gesserit. I, I should also note that I missed it earlier, but the Bene Gesserit can control the sex of their children. So they can control whether it's male or female. Um, so it was a conscious choice on Jessica's part, which is why she is kind of looked down upon. But... Uh, Paul came early. Paul's about a generation early, and uh, he is part of this breeding program, so it stands to reason that when you sort of mix him with Spice, which is kind of what happens when he arrives on Dune, that you're going to get something a little bit more volatile out of it. Now, the next question is, well, how would the Bene Gesserit take over the universe? And that part's a little, a little, I'm not sure it's more complicated, but it makes a lot more sense. Um, Basically, what the Bene Gesserit have done is they have gone along to different uh, planets and they have implanted uh, different mythologies. And the more austere the climate, or the more austere the planet, the more austere the ideology. The idea is that they want to create a religion on these planets so that it's really, really easy for them to present the Kwisatz Haderach and have them take over the planet. Everybody goes, oh my god, it's the Messiah, and you know, they all form behind him and they just easily take over, you know, they easily take over planet by planet. Uh, so it stands to reason that with Dune being a very austere planet, that the religion and mythos implanted there is in turn really austere. And, you know, there you hear um, in Dune itself, you hear the, the phrase, Arrakis was created to train the faithful. And that also will play a part here coming up. So, uh, the faith implanted on Dune, or the mythos implanted on Dune, Arrakis, is uh, that they will have what is referred to as the Lisan El-Gaib, which is the voice from the outer world. And the voice from the outer world will be a, a boy-child with a Bene Gesserit mother. And as you can see, this is sort of where Jessica and Paul fit in. And with Paul's Bene Gesserit training from his mother and his training as a Mentnat and his prescience being gradually unlocked, the more spice that he uh, consumes being on the planet Arrakis, because you know they, they talk about on Arrakis, the atmosphere is full of spice, it's everywhere. It's in the food, it's in the coffee, it's in the air, you can smell it as you, you know, walk across the sands, that if Spice sort of has uh, this interaction uh, with female Bene Gesserit, there is no reason why it wouldn't have this interaction with a male Bene Gesserit, which is essentially what Paul is since he is so close into the breeding program. Uh, so when these things come together, both the Bene Gesserit breeding program and their missionary protectiva, it works exactly the way they built it to work. At least it does in the microcosm of Arrakis, where the Fremen are fanatically behind Paul because he is uh, the prophet sent to them by Shai Halud, the voice from the outer world. They back him 100%. He becomes, you know, they're naive, and he leads them against the Harkonnen, wipes the Harkonnen off of Arrakis, and uh, then takes over the Imperium. 
And then, of course, uh, this is after Dune, but it's important to the argument. But after usurping the Empire, the Emperor tries to take the planet back, or take, I'm sorry, take his throne back, and that is when the Jihad occurs, and the Jihad is basically Paul's Fremen wipe across the universe and cause millions of deaths. Uh, it is important to note that um, another reason why Paul is not the savior that you think he is, is that he saw this coming, uh, and it's noted several times in the book um, that he saw the Jihad coming, but was powerless to stop it. Uh, and it's probably uh, probably the only way that it could have been averted was maybe as if he was killed in the initial Harkonnen invasion. But they still needed uh, Lady Jessica to have a female child, and by that I mean the Bene Gesserit, so that wasn't possible. Because that would have sent them back centuries in their breeding program. It is also important to note that Paul did not have perfect prescience. So the Princess Irulan has multiple quotes in the beginning of chapters in Dune where she imparts um, bits and pieces of information upon the reader. Um, this one, I think it's in Dune Messiah, I might be wrong, uh, but it, it's the best description for Paul's prescience that I could find, and I think it's probably the best one in the books. If you're on the floor of a valley, you cannot see beyond your valley. Just so, Maudib cannot always choose to look across the mysterious terrain. So this this means that you know, Paul is still human. Like he's he he's still a man. He's not a god, and so he is going to make decisions based on the future that he sees. Whether or not those decisions are correct are yet to be seen. So what winds up happening in Dune uh, is you have this combination of religion and politics that sort of uh, bind together. It's what Frank Herbert calls in the book uh, the whirlwind. Uh, it's when religion and politics ride in the same carriage. And the book itself is really meant to kind of show the complications with that. Uh, Frank Herbert did say that the point of Dune um, was basically to say, hey, you know, look out for charismatic leaders. They, you know, they're not who they say they are, or they may not be who you think they are. And that is basically what happens with Paul, where the Fremen think he is, you know, this prophet sent to them, this divine being. In reality, he's a man. He was built by a breeding program, and they think he is what they think he is because of a plot to take over the universe by the Bene Gesserit. And it's these things that make Paul an interesting character, because we see him as the hero of Dune because it's Dune's told from his perspective. Um, but just because we're all our own heroes in our own story doesn't mean that we're not the villain in somebody else's story so with that being said uh, i think that just about wraps up the character of paul atreides and i think it's pretty evident that he is not the savior of dune he is not the savior of the fremen and be wary of charismatic leaders thanks for listening to the plunge we'll see you next time this is jonathan signing out